stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Bunch of deliberations resuming at City Hall this week. And yeah, there have been some pretty ominous warnings about substantial tax increases for homeowners, business owners, some combination of the two. But hopefully it's not just a conversation about trying to shift that around. I think City Hall has an obligation, doesn't it, uh, to clean up its own backyard first before you're going to come and demand more from, from city taxpayers, both the residential and, and business side. Do what you can to to address the amount of money that City Hall is spending. If you can find cost savings, then obviously that's that's less of an ask on taxpayers. So the Canadian Taxpayers Federation presenting to council today with exactly that message. Find cost savings. Uh, And they're coming with some ideas as well. Say, here's some potential avenues that are worth exploring if City Council is really interested in trimming the fat. Now, joining us for more is Franco Terrazano, Alberta Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Taxpayer.com is the website. Franco, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me on here. All right. Well, look, obviously, as I say, I mean, you know, some real tough choices. City Council's facing uh, big uh, revenue challenges, obviously. Uh, What's your sense of uh, how big of a a mess this this budget is? Well, yeah, uh, the city of Calgary... uh, uh, Calgary Council certainly do face a lot of challenges ahead and a lot of tough decisions ahead. But, you know, at the CTF, we like to remind everyone, yes, City Council may have some tough decisions ahead. But, you know, for the past few years, Calgary households, Calgary businesses, um, well, they've had to make some real tough decisions. And they've had to make um, tough decisions regarding where to cut spending, um, you know, Unfortunately, over the last few years, uh, Calgary has been defined by scarcity. People have had to make tough decisions. We haven't been able to have our cake and eat it too. And it's definitely time uh, for City Council to make these tough decisions as well regarding spending. Yeah, as you say, then, if they don't, that's going to mean even more tough decisions. The potential this year that households, businesses could face some pretty substantial tax increases. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and here's the real shame is that, um, look, businesses and households are, could face some substantial property tax increases. But this is at a time where um, higher taxes is probably the last thing that many households and businesses uh, need at the moment. I mean, let's not forget that. And this is not just at the city level, but uh, provincially and federally as well. There has been greater taxes, greater regulations, which have been harming Calgary businesses, Calgary households. And, and not to mention, I mean, while we might be seeing some economic recovery taking place within Calgary and within Alberta, um, by no means have many households or businesses felt the full economic recovery yet. So this is probably one of the worst possible times for, like I said, businesses and households to be facing these greater taxes. Well, when we talk about uh, finding savings, it's often uh, framed as uh, service cuts that, uh, you know, we're going to be cutting uh, important services and people will feel a pinch on that side, too. And, and you know, maybe there is a, a need to, to look at that, but it, it kind of implies that there aren't other savings to be found. And is it is it fair to paint it that way? Yeah, that, that does imply that there is no uh, fat left on the government to, uh, stake to trim. But but uh, no, that that's incorrect. And and here's the real thing is that the sky is not going to fall if city council decides to cut spending, which they should. And so at the CTF, you know, we're looking at a few different areas where spending should be cut. And I'd be happy to go into greater detail. But, you know, first there's number one is, you know, what different incentives can we do to encourage um, city staff to come forward with some savings? The second one, and here's the real big one that um, we've been focusing on, well, it's time to bring wages and more specifically benefits 
uh, back to reality with the rest of Calgary, with the rest of Alberta, and with the rest of the business sector. And then moving forward as well, look, it's, t- it's completely time for the city of Calgary to end uh, corporate welfare. Um, and then finally, our last thing that we're looking at is, well, where can more business solutions be involved? And how can we finally take the city of Calgary um, out of the business of business? Well, on the salary side, it was interesting because it it appeared last week as though there was some momentum behind what would be somewhat of a symbolic gesture, but for city council to to freeze their own salaries, that's a good place to start. So where do we need to go? I mean, there's the council side in terms of what the mayor and councillors earn, their pension benefits, but obviously the bigger question of uh, salaries uh, throughout City Hall. Well, uh, first, you know, kudos to the councillors who have proposed either uh, freezes on salaries or even the cuts to salaries should a citizen committee uh, be formed and recommend one. Um, And this is symbolic, but it's even more than symbolic because leadership really starts from the top, right? City council, if they can either uh, scale back their salaries and scale back their benefits and they're able to go to um, the rest of the city staff and say, hey, look, Everyone has to do it. The business community is doing it. Households are doing it. We've done it. Now it's, it's your turn uh, to help out as well. But uh, the big thing that um, the CTF has been focusing on is really scaling back golden benefits. Um, so, f- for example, from 2007 to 2016, the cost of city council's pension was more than what Ottawa, Vancouver, and Edmonton spent combined. Uh, then there are uh, literally hundreds of city employees who receive either two or even three um, pensions. And and here's another one. I mean, to our knowledge, and, and also according to the city's own report, Calgary is the only mayor uh, in a major Canadian city who is eligible to receive two pensions. Look, it's time to scale back these golden benefits, and it's time to bring back the benefits back to what the reality is facing uh, Calgary households and Calgary businesses. You know, you talk about uh, Calgary getting out of the business of being in business, and I think that alludes to the uh, $100 million uh, fund that was set up to try to encourage um, it, companies to to relocate downtown i guess there's also you know there's been the ongoing question of whether calgary should be in the golf business uh and and some of the mounting losses at city golf courses uh is this where where city council needs to look well you actually just hit on the the two ones that uh you know we have been focusing on a great deal and and if i can first just touch on the hundred million dollars which is a part of this opportunity calgary investment fund look um calgary is bang on in understanding that they need to focus on economic growth to solve many of the challenges, including the the property tax situation due to office vacancies uh, downtown. So it's good that the city is concerned about growing the economy, but this whole top-down economic management approach that picks winners and losers is the complete wrong approach, right? We should be focusing on making the business community more competitive broadly, so lowering taxes and regulations for all, not subsidies for some. And then let's even look at the ethical argument here. So why are some businesses... um, really feeling the pinch of higher and higher taxes and then that money is is being taken from them and is be giving uh i mean in all real realism to some of their competitors um so it's time to end corporate welfare specifically um or especially because of the budget situation we're in and and it's really is time to immediately sell uh the city golf courses so the city owns golf courses that lose millions of dollars uh, i believe there's about uh, a few million dollars that were lost between 2012 and 2017 it's completely time to get out of the golf course business uh, what about public art? I mean, it's it's uh, been a source of controversy, obviously. Uh, the, you know, the city has kind of reviewed this and reviewed it again, uh, the public art policy. Uh, is I mean, have we done enough to, to address some of the, the issues around that, or is that, that still a source of concern, at least, you know, financially speaking? Well, 
I think for starters, we need to look at every single aspect of the budget right now, like given what we're facing, and we need to say, hey, can we do more? And interestingly, um, there has been some very innovative solutions to the whole public art conundrum. Um, there, there's this program called Sea Art Orlando, um, and, and, and that's a model that the city of Calgary should look to, um, to take up. And so this is a model which created a nonprofit organization to to uh, find corporate donors for public art. Um, so Sea Art Orlando was able to reach their fun- fundraising goals. And as of early this year, we're actually able to fund nine large public art exhibits, and that's through corporate sponsorships. And so this is a model that can be used uh, for public art within Calgary, but it's also a model that should be looked at for other services, right? Like, so what services um, can the city of Calgary look to outsource um, to business community? And this means more than just putting in a review. It, it means more than just reviewing what can be outsourced. We need to actually... Um, go to the market and uh, do some project tendering to see what kind of savings, uh, savings we can make. So these seem like logical places to start. And uh, I suppose, you know, th- th- there needs to be a willingness, though, on the part of city council to look at the spending side and not just figure out uh, how to shift around the tax burden. So you- you'll be presenting these ideas to city council and, you know, they're obviously free to take some of these or all of them up. But do you get the sense that there is even an appetite in the first place to look at, at uh, the spending side? Yeah, well, that's a that's a difficult one, um, and I'm not sure if there's an appetite among all the, all of the councillors, but there is, I believe, a growing appetite among the citizens, among Calgarians, and and you know, I have to go back to the Olympic plebiscite where the majority of Calgary voters came out and uh, voted no against the Olympics, and yes, they voted no to the specific Olympic project, but I believe they voted um, no to a broader issue of government waste of the government's continuing to take tax dollars uh, for their pet projects. So I see there is a movement, I believe, among um, taxpayers in Calgary who are calling on all levels of government, Calgary, the province, and the federal, to get their fiscal house in order. So I believe this push through the public, hopefully that will force the city of, Cal- uh, city of Calgary's hand in getting their spending um, in order. All right, more taxpayer.com. Franco, thanks so much for joining us here today. really appreciate this. Hey, thanks for having me on, Rob. There you go. That's Franco Terrazano. He's Alberta Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Uh, so he'll be presenting his ideas to City Council today. And obviously, it's an opportunity for others to do so as well. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.